My name is Emily McCormick, and this changed my life. What's this, you ask? Good question. You'll find the answer as you listen in. My friends and I dive into everything from faith to fashion, culture to coffee, purpose to parenting, leadership to love, and so much more. So settle in and let's learn and laugh together. Hello, friends. Well, I hope you're ready because today I feel like I'm going to go on a little bit of a a preacher mode because it's something that has been coming up in a lot of areas of my life and different conversations, different things I've listened to, things I've been processing, praying through, and it is the whole idea of fear. And I think whether we know it or not, most of us have a lens in which we view things or make decisions by or say things or don't say things based on on fear and things that we are afraid of. Fear of being misunderstood, fear of being falsely accused, fear of uncomfort, fear of consequences and suffering that may come, fear of losing friends, losing people um, if you speak up for things that matter. And honestly, I feel like there have been so many areas, fear has just robbed my joy, robbed my passion, uh, taken and confused vision and clarity and dreams that I've had. Um, fear distorts reality. It distorts all things. It's like I, I picture putting these glasses on and if the lens is fear, I'm telling you from experience, we, you, me, we cannot see clearly if we are viewing things through the lens of fear. We cannot make decisions wisely if we are viewing things through the lens of fear. There's a scripture in Proverbs 29, 25 that says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Now, fear of man, fear, people pleasing, people trying to get other people's opinions to be well of us, trying to please others, caring what other people think lays a snare. It's a trap, friends. It's a trap. And I have been caught in that trap so many times. So many times, you guys, where I want to say things, where I feel like I want to say things that matter, where I know the direction that God has placed in front of me to walk, but because I'm afraid of what other people will think, of being misrepresented, of being misunderstood, falsely accused, or whatever— then I stay silent, or then I say things to appease, and I don't speak boldly. But whoever, it says, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. And that safety is not easy life. It's this security, this confidence, Lord, I trust you. I trust your ways. I trust where you are taking me. I trust your plan is secure. I trust your promises, your word, that what you say is what matters. What you are asking me to do to be faithful to you is what matters, not the snare of fearing people. I love this one so much. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. Now, peace is the opposite of fear. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. John 14, 27. And I said that peace is the opposite of fear. And friends, that does not mean there are not things to be afraid of. Of course, this world right now, there is so many things that are very troubling, that are very concerning, that um, 
can cause worry and fear. And But the the promises of the scripture is that when we fix our minds on Christ, He in exchange gives peace. Because here's the thing, God promises to repurpose and to use all things and bring good for those who trust and love and love him. He can take anything. And I think about here here's an example, this whole fear of man or people pleasing or being misunderstood. There's a lot of things um Let's just use this podcast as an example. Wanting to start this and being so afraid of what people will think and or will I be misunderstood? What if I talk about the convictions of my soul and the things that matter and people make assumptions of me or they think I'm doing it for the wrong reason? All these things. Now, those things might very well happen, but should I live in fear of them? Sometimes the fear of those things happening are way worse than them actually coming true. Fear of, yeah, you know what? Here's the bottom line. People probably think, oh, I don't like what Emily's talking about, or maybe she's doing it for the wrong reason. At the end of the day, who cares? Because here's the deal. I have felt like I am supposed to talk about things that I'm passionate about, that I care about, that I think that matter, issues of truth, of God, of his word, of identity, of passions, of dreams, of being faithful to his calling, all those things. Everyone will not approve of that. And you know what? It's okay. But the fear of it can be paralyzing. The fear of rejection, paralyzing. The fear of people falsely accusing me, of misunderstanding me, can be paralyzing. But when it actually happens, if I know that I am being faithful to do what I feel like I'm supposed to do, that fear, it kind of dwindles, right? It's like, okay, they don't like it. So what? Okay, um, circumstances may be challenging, but I've been afraid of that discomfort. I've been afraid of grief. I've been afraid of the trial. But when you're actually in it, can I just tell you, these? there's a few verses that have been so crucial. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalms 23, 4. And friends, if you've not experienced that before, Can I just tell you, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it's not saying I'm dancing on the mountaintop and everything is great and God, you're with me, so we're good. I have no fear. No, it's not saying that. It's saying I am walking through the valley of the shadow of death, whatever that may be for you, but I will fear no evil for you are with me. And if you have not experienced the sweetness, the power of the presence of of God with you in those storms, in those valleys, in those dark places, in when those fears come true, you are missing out. I'm just going to say it like that, that simply, that the presence of God in the storm takes the edge out of the fear because you realize, oh, wow, (laughs) he never leaves me. He never forsakes me. He does not abandon me. If anything. He strengthens me. He brings courage. He brings boldness in the face of those fears. And I am a living testimony to that. Can I just tell you that? 
So if you are looking at things and if you have those glasses that are distorting you, distorting your dreams, distorting your growth and your reality and your bravery, rip those glasses off. God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, can rip them off and you put on new lenses, new eyes to see through the clarity of the gospel of Jesus Christ that says, I am with you in the valley. You have nothing to fear because I will not loosen my grip on you and you have nothing to fear. Isaiah 41.10, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed or discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Friend, those are promises. When your faith is in the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, that is a promise and he keeps his promises. Psalms 46, one through three, I'm gonna close with this. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Amen. Amen.